Hey, you're listening to Clumsy Theosis. This is the Catholic podcast where you will discover spunk and motivation to live a vibrant and transformational life as a child of God. I'm Rochelle Lucero, and I invite you to walk with me as we dive into all the things that Jesus gave us to do just that. I'm talking about the Bible, Catholic tradition, church documents, the catechism, the saints, the fathers, the doctors of the church, you name it, and I'll draw from it. You and I together, we are going to transform the world by letting Christ transform us. Hey, what's up? Thank you for joining me again today for another episode of the Clumsy Theosis podcast. And as you heard, my name is Rochelle Lucero. Over the last couple episodes, we've been talking about prayer. You know, that thing that we do in order to build and maintain relationship with the Lord. So today we're going to continue to talk about prayer, but more specifically, we're going to continue to answer that question. What do we say when we enter into conversation with God? What should our prayer sound like? Is there some sort of best practices or best form of prayer when it's our turn to talk when we are in dialogue with the Lord? And to answer that question, we started looking at the five forms of prayer in the last episode. I love, love, love how all five of these forms of prayer bring something different to enrich your conversations with God and how we should be doing all of them all of the time. Not only should we be doing them all the time, we should be getting better at these forms of prayer. And I know for me personally, when I take time to periodically give these another look. Every time I do that, it's like peeling back another layer on a sweet onion. With every layer that I peel back, I get closer to that the sweetest center. So which form of prayer are we going to talk about today? What is on our agenda? That's blessing. But wait, there's more. Blessing also includes adoration. So it's like you're getting a two for one today. We're going to be talking about blessing, and also adoration because it it comes along with the territory. Now, if you are interested in receiving gifts from the Lord, I know I am. If you are interested in organizing your life, um, getting it to run better, to make more sense, to be in line with the kingdom, if you want the same for your heart and for your soul, then keep listening because that is just a taste of what prayers of blessing and adoration can achieve when you engage in them. And even if you're not interested in any of this, keep listening. I'm sure there is a golden thread in here that the Lord wants to bless you with. No pun intended. All right, blessing. It is first, the basic movement of Christian prayer, and it is also second, an encounter. Blessing, I know it's a word that we're all too familiar with. You know, priests and deacons, they They bless us during the liturgies. They bless our belongings. We bless our meals. Gosh, we even bless each other when someone sneezes. And God blesses us with good gifts and fortunate events, right? All the time, God is blessing us. But in terms of prayer, in our dialogue with God, with us actually directing blessing towards God, what is that? Now, if you feel like that just is something foreign to you, it's unfamiliar, it sounds a little weird, you're not alone. I used to think that that just seemed off to me. It seemed weird. But just take a minute, ground yourself in the truth with me that prayer is a movement. 
It is a movement of the heart and blessing is the basic movement of that movement. Now in blessing, God gives you gifts, right? We receive God's gifts all the time, his graces, and that's just it. You receive them, you accept them. By you receiving and accepting the gifts and graces of God, you are blessing the Lord. What? That's kind of crazy, right? Now, this is only one of the ways that you are able to bless God. But before I move on to the next, I want to uh, take a second and ask you, does what I just described sound at all to you like it's some sort of an exchange or a transaction? You know, God gives you something, you receive it, and you give it, give him back some sort of a blessing by receiving it. You know, like he gives, you give, he right? It's really easy to fall into that trap of thinking that blessing is an exchange. Or even if we send up a petition and we receive an answer or a blessing to our petition, we can fall into that trap of thinking that that is an exchange. But that is actually very, very bad theology. And bad theology always leads to problems in your relationship with God. And nobody wants that. The second thing that I said blessings are is that they are an encounter. They're not a transaction. A blessing is an encounter. So maybe visualizing it might help you because it does it for me. The Catechism of the Catholic Church literally breaks down the fact that there are two movements in blessings. So there's an ascending movement, you know, from earth to heaven. And think of that as like an arrow pointing up, right? And then there's a descending movement from heaven to earth. And you can picture that as a downward arrow. So God is blessing you and you are blessing God. And this is a constant thing from the first moment of your existence. God is blessing you. You are blessing God. And those arrows that are pointing up and pointing down, descending and ascending, they are moving cyclically. Like they are moving in an endless loop, right? So picture now those arrows moving in a loop. So between you and God, there is this encounter. It's an encounter of blessing and it's always there. I do not want you to neglect this cautionary tale, right? Do not fall into the trap of thinking that blessing is a transaction between you and God. Because like I said, that is just bad theology and it is going to wreak havoc on your faith life and your relationship with God, right? So just remember, blessing is a fabulous encounter between you and the Father, right? And you bless him by receiving his graces, his gifts. Another way that you bless the Lord is with your words, Now, we see this in scripture. We can hear it also in hymns and even in modern day praise and worship. Things like, bless the Lord, oh my soul, right? That's in scripture. That's been used in how many songs? But that to me is what was really weird, right? How how is my soul going to bless the Lord, right? How can I bless God? Like with my words, like what does that even do? Okay, like a number of things that I used to get hung up on, the answer is really simple. Remember that God is the source of everything, right? That also means that God is the source of all blessing. Therefore, you can bless him because he has first blessed you. And this is similar to what the Apostle John wrote in his first letter when he wrote about love. We love because he first loved us. Okay, well, we can bless him because he first blessed us, right? It's so simple to bless the Lord. And when you bless the Lord, that is actually going to open up your eyes more and more to all of the blessings in your everyday life. And who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want to see all of the blessings, all of the graces? And it's like, once you realize that, you're going to see this infinite amount of grace and blessing that is in your everyday life, even in the hard moments, even in the ones that you're like, 
I could have passed on that one, right? There is still blessing there and you will see it and it really will enhance your relationship with God. Okay, so that's blessing. Super simple, right? Very easy for you to do. Great benefits and um, something that you could totally start prioritizing every day in your life. So let's move on to adoration, our bonus gift in today's episode. Adoration, like I mentioned, is going to organize your life. It's going to organize all of the things. Like if you feel like you need perspective in your life, adoration. If you feel like you need to get your stuff together, adoration, 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 adoration. And I'm not talking about adoring the blessed sacrament, but I mean, I guess I suppose, yes, that will also help with all of those things. What I'm talking about is an attitude because adoration is the first attitude of a person when they acknowledge that they are a creature in the presence of their creator. Adoration is going to rightly order your mind and your soul. And I know I say that periodically from time to time and you might be like, what does it mean to rightly order anything? It means that you want to be ordered towards the kingdom of heaven, right? We want everything to be in line with the kingdom of heaven, with the kingdom of God, right? So adoration is going to do that. Adoration, this is also really cool. Adoration of God is also your spirit's pledge of allegiance right? Your spirit is pledging allegiance to God. I am with you and I pledge myself to you. And this one, I think you're going to like. Adoration is also an assurance to your supplications. So like your petitions, when you blend it with humility, adoration is considered an assurance to your petitions to God. And now that you've heard all of these awesome effects of adoration, I'm sure you're like on the edge of your seat asking, okay, How do I incorporate this into all of the conversations and talks that I'm going to have with God? All right, are you ready for this? All you do is humble yourself and exalt God and his deeds. What? I mean, humble yourself and exalt God and his deeds and you get all of that in return. The perfect example of adoration is actually Mary's Magnificat which you can read in the first chapter of Luke. You know, she starts off, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit exalts in God, my savior. Mary's Magnificat boasts of God's greatness, right? And when she does this, she's also aware of her lowliness, right? That is adoration, acknowledging you are a creature in the presence of your creator. And how lucky are we that our creator is good and loving and wants to give us good gifts, i.e. blessings. Now, I don't want to rain on the parade. You know, we're in a battle, right? Between good and evil. However, we do know, we know that Jesus has won, but the enemy is still trying to steal your authority, which we've covered recently. And he's also trying to enslave you to sin and to the world over and over all day long. That's his game plan. And we know it, right? So that gives us a leg up, especially when we know that, pay attention, adoration is a fantastic weapon against him. The catechism actually says that the worship of the one God sets man free from turning in on himself from the slavery of sin and the idolatry of the world. That right there is basically thwarting the devil's plan to steal your authority and slave you to sin into the world. Right there. Adoration. So that means humble yourself and exalt God and exalt his great deeds. And you can use scripture for this. Um, You could use Mary's Magnificat. I would even suggest maybe write your own Magnificat, you know, write all the great things God has done in your life and the great things that are on your heart and just exalt them. 
And every time you do that, you are going to be giving so much adoration to God. And okay, this is, this is the way my brain works. I envision whenever I'm like adoring God and I'm exalting him, <laughs> I envision that I'm having like one of those big brave heart, you'll never get my freedom moments, right? Like I totally like, that's just like my battle cry. You are never going to get my freedom. I am adoring the one true God. So what do you say we come into agreement with God and make some declarations about his blessing and his adoration and what that's going to do to really enhance our conversations and our dialogues with him? Yeah. All right. So if you want to see what the declarations are, um, I mean, obviously you're going to repeat after me, but um, you can find them in the show notes. If you are on my email list, I've already emailed them to you. Uh, if you are not on my email list, but you want to get on the email list, you can sign up on the website, clumsytheosis.net. You can fill in your details, bada bing, bada boom, you're done. All right, so let's start declaring God's truth over us. I declare and decree that the Father is constantly blessing me. I declare and decree when I accept the Father's blessings, I bless Him. I declare and decree when I accept the Father's blessings, I bring heaven to earth. I declare and decree through blessings, I encounter the Father. Two more. I declare and decree, I am a creature created by God, my loving Father. I declare and decree, God is almighty and he has done great things for me. Okay, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you are going to start making sure that you focus in on adding blessing and adoration to your daily conversations with the Lord. Um, if you need anything from me, you can contact me, clumsytheosis at gmail.com. Ask your questions, submit your questions for our Q&A episode, which I'm hoping will come soon. I need more questions though. Until our next episode, peace out. Welcome to the end of the podcast. Since you made it this far, you know what that means, right? We're like totally best friends now. <laughs> but for real though, thanks so much for spending time with me and growing in your faith knowledge and letting Christ transform you. Since you stayed this long, I'm thinking that you liked the episode. So will you do me a favor and share it with a friend or all of your friends on social media? While you're online, I invite you to check out my website, clumsytheosis.net. There you're going to find all of the things that you need, such as how to get in touch with me, how to book me as a speaker, how to find my social channels, how to sign up for our weekly email, and very importantly, this is very important, how to donate if you'd like to support the show. This show is listened to in approximately 90 countries across the globe. So if you find value in this show, please consider donating at clumsytheosis.net. Anything that you give is very much appreciated and it is super helpful. All right. Thanks again for walking with me today. Remember that we can transform the world by letting Christ transform us. <laughs>